As a Christian, do you know if money has become an idol in your life? Unfortunately, many Christians can be judged when they have a lot of money. So are you scared that having money and success means that you love money? Does having those thought stop you from earning more and managing money better? Let me help you remove some of those fears and look at money from a biblical perspective so you can live free from the love of money. Please be prepared to be triggered. I will share truth you may not be ready to hear. So are you ready for a heart check? Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach, and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear, and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your saving and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habit that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper, and let's do this. In today's episode, I want to talk about the love of money. How does it display in your life? What does the Bible say about it? And what do we need to do as Christian entrepreneurs to be free from the love of money? This topic is very important because God warned us to stay away from the love of money. You may relate with what I will be sharing next because I feel as an entrepreneur we may have fallen into the scene of loving money one way or another because it does not necessarily show up as being greedy or not sharing. It can show up in so many different ways which I will cover soon. So if you feel triggered, please let God speak to your heart, then repent and ask God to give you a pure heart so you can love him with all your heart, all your mind and all your soul. So how do we know if you love money? The love of money shows in your life in different ways. So let me ask you several questions and if you answer yes, Money may have become an idol in your life. Do you find yourself accumulating possessions for status? It's also called earning and spending to impress. Do you believe that money will solve all your problems and you make you much more happier? With your business, do you strive to reach X amount of money each year when you know that God is asking you to slow down? Are you craving financial success? Do you start to see any new conversation and person as a dollar sign? Do you find it hard to stop thinking about money or the next sale? Are you consumed by the desire to become rich and successful? If this is you, it must feel like you are on a treadmill with no finish line in sight. You must feel burnt out and lacking joy no matter what you do or accomplish. Your business and the pursuit of money are taking over your life, your mind and your calendar. 
there are different seasons in our business and in our life and God can call you to do a lot of work in one season for his purpose. But when he's asking you to rest, you stop and listen and wait and trust him. So please don't confuse the season of hard work with living in a constant state of dissatisfaction, scarcity, wanting more, craving more. God may have called you for this business, but is he still the one leading the way? Or have you taken the will and doing things from your own strength with your own selfish desire? Your love of money shows in the way you behave, think and spend your money. It's all about your heart posture and your behavior toward it. Just to clarify, I'm not saying that having money is bad because, you know, money is a tool. God wants you to be a good steward of everything he gives you for his glory and according to his will for your life. We are the one with the weak flesh, tempted by the temporary things of the world. Money is never the real problem. What you think, how you feel and what you do with it, that's the problem. Hence why working on your money mindset can help you understand your perspective on money and what you made it mean. So let's unpack several verses that talk about the love of money. Someone asked a millionaire, Bernard Burrash, how much money does it take for a rich man to be satisfied? Burrash answered, just a million more than he has. This quote is not to say that every rich man thinks like this, but someone who loves money, we always want more. Ecclesiastes 5.10 says, Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. This is also repeated in 1 Timothy 6.10 one of the most misquoted verses in the Bible, for the love of money is a root of all kind of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many grief. The love of money, the craving for money, is the root of all kind of evil because it's taking over your heart, your mind and your life. No one can serve two masters, we've been told. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. I know that you may be praying and have some quiet time and talking to God, but when you look at your behavior, your thought and your spending, do you feel that you are chasing after money more? or seeking the kingdom of God first? I know it's not an easy question, but I will ask you to sit down and to be honest with yourself. Are you too focused on the temporary things of this world and the instant gratification we can get from material things and from success? Ask him to reveal what is hidden in your heart and ask him to heal the relationship you have with money so that he can be your master, 
God can be your number one. The only thing you truly put your hope in and that you trust because we want to love God above all else. No matter where we stand financially today, no matter what we have right now. True riches and wealth is only found in Jesus Christ. A relationship with him is more than gold than any amount of money you may generate in your business. So keep your heart and your mind focused on him at all times. If you realize that you have been distracted by the world and fallen into chasing success and money above God, what can you do? After repenting and asking him, not my will but your will be done in my life, surround your life and your business back to God, what is the opposite of greed and covetousness? That is contentment. Paul has amazing teaching about contentment. In Hebrew 13, Paul is teaching believers how to behave in a different ways than the world in area of their life, their finance, their marriage. And he also reminds them to be careful of false prophets. In verse 5, he says, Keep your life free from the love of money, and be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The last part of this verse was a promise from Deuteronomy 31.6, saying that God is always with you. And now with you accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior, he is in you, in your heart, and God has written his laws in your heart. I found that truth very comforting because I know that God will give me the desire and the power to do his will for his glory. Now, Paul also talked about contentment in Philippians 4, 11 to 13, which says, I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. With both verses, Paul tells us that we can be free from the love of money because God never leaves you nor forsakes you and that he will give you the strength to resist the evil and to not fall into the temptation of loving money more than God. In other words, it is important that we don't put our hope and our trust in our bank account. We can't count on those materialistic things on money, which is temporary and they can disappear at any time. But you can depend and lean on God who is your helper, he is your rock, and he doesn't change, and he's always there. So what do you need to do as a Christian entrepreneur to be free from the love of money? Let's read James 4, 7, 8. Submit yourself then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hand, you sinners, and purify your heart, you double-minded. This brings us back to the fact that we cannot serve God and money. You need to choose, so what will it be? It's always interesting to know why you want more success. 
and more finance and what does success mean to you? I teach my clients on what is fleshly desire versus godly desire and it's such a powerful thing to help us not love money but being obedient to what God has called us to do in the season that we are in. When coaching my clients, the problem for their spending or for their striving behavior in the business is due to trying to fill a void or a need. They think that having more money or buying X, Y, and Z will fix the problem, will somehow fill that sense of void in their life. But did you know that God has put in every human's heart a deep longing for him which no amount of money or success will satisfy. As the deer pen for stream of water, so my soul pens for you, my God. Psalm 42.1 You will stay free from the love of money when you abide in Christ, when you thirst for him, for his presence. Keep talking to your Father, ask him for wisdom and discernment. The focus of your life is to seek God first, above all else. He is the only one that can give you all that you need and so much more. So please fear God, not men, and praise Him with all your being. So what I want you to watch out is the slight shift from obedience to the love of money, which can happen very slowly. You can start on the right foot and with the right heart posture, but then life happens, there is hardship or there is delay. You're not reaching your goals as fast as you wanted and other people around you are doing so much better when they started at the same time. So you start striving instead of trusting God's timing. You push and focus on money and success and what you should be doing next. This is things you got to be careful of. And I have been guilty of that in trying to do things on my own strength. And I have shared that on episode 6. So make sure you go and listen if you haven't done it or if you have forgotten the story. As an entrepreneur, of course we want a profitable business and follow God's will for our life. But are we going to be happy with how far God's going to take it? Because he is the one in charge at the end of the day. Now, for you, do you feel that you're putting your trust on the money and how much you can make and you have forgotten about the giver? Have you forgotten that God is the one who has called you to this place? He's the one that is providing and he's also the one that has given you the ability to build wealth. When you are in your quiet time, do you go to God to ask him to bless your plan instead of asking him for his plan and what he wants you to do with the gift and the talent he has given you and the resources you have in your hand right now? I love that things that I've heard once is, are you seeking God's hand instead of God's face? And what it means is, are you seeking God's blessing instead of seeking his presence? That's hurt, isn't it, when you hear it? But I want you to be honest with yourself. The second thing, whether you have plenty or little money, you need to learn to steward that finance and be faithful with it. Let's read Luke 16, 10 to 12. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little 
will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? This is such a powerful passage. Are you faithful with what God has entrusted you? Are you a good steward of your money? In episode 3, I've explained why being a good steward is more important than you think. And to be a good steward, you need to know how to manage your money better. Do you have any idea of where your money is going? How to use it in a way that is pleasing to God? If you need help with this, I could be the perfect coach for you. If you want to be free from the love of money, you need to shift your money mindset and behave more like a steward. That means that you need to know how to manage the money that God has given you. You need to know how to make it grow for His purpose. Fear Him, but not in a way that is paralyzing and that you put your gift and talent in the ground. But ask God what is His will for your finance and for your business. I know many of you are stressed and worried and that's because you don't have a plan for your finance. I would feel the same if I was in your shoes. But once you have a plan and you partner with God asking him not for your will but his will be done in your business and your finance, you will have a sense of direction. You will know what to do next. And that's what I cover inside my program. If you want to be a better steward, first you need to understand the most important principle is that God owns everything. And you got to fear him because that's the beginning of wisdom. In the passage we just read, Luke 16, he's saying here that God is the one giving you stuff. And if you're not taking care of things that he has given you, why should you have things of your own? This is a very unique perspective. It's so different than the world, isn't it? When everybody says, it's my money, it's my things. Here God is saying, no, I'm the one owning that money and I'm giving it to you. Now I want you to steward it in a way that is pleasing to me, that is honoring me, that is impacting my kingdom and taking care of your family. But it's with his purpose and his will leading the way, not our selfish desire. So what have you learned today? In order for us to be free from the love of money, we got to be in God's presence. We got to make him the main focus. We got to make him a priority. I know we have a huge to-do list, but if we wake up and then straight away start working on our business without even a thought toward him, is that we are more focused on the things on earth than the things in heaven. So we got to be careful of that. And I'm not saying every day you got to spend one hour in Bible study and all of this. Not, But to pray continually, to keep your heart and your mind focused and wanting to spend time with God and, and taking the time to do it, you know, but not because it become a ritual and a requirement. Your heart is thirsting to be in his presence. You really want to do that, right? And then understanding that God is the owner of all that you've got. So you become a steward and you learn how to manage your money. That's a key thing. We worry about money because we have no idea where our money is going, what's coming in. 
Not having a plan increases your sense of scarcity and can make you want more of what other people have because you are not able to be grateful for what you have been given because you haven't been stewarding it the right way. So managing your money is a requirement because we have been given something by the Lord for a specific purpose. But if we are wasting it on overspending, impulse buying, or simply being too fearful to sell our product, to earn more so that we can be reinvested in his kingdom, that's not good. So we got to shift our mindset and we got to learn how to manage the money we get given in our hand. So whether you have plenty or little money, you need to learn to be a good steward of your finance and be faithful with everything that God is giving you. When you understand key biblical principle that God is first, that he owns everything, you can shift your money mindset. You can let go of that fear that having money will be bad. You'll be able to earn more, to manage money better and to impact the kingdom in ways you never thought would be possible just because you are a better steward. God loves you, he's mighty, and he's your provider. So never forget when you become successful that he is the one who gave you the ability to build wealth and to impact his kingdom. You will feel free from the love of money when you keep your priority right. God is first, he owns everything. You need to be a good steward and follow his will for your life, your business, and your finance. So let's finish with a prayer I saw on the you version. Lord, thank you for your amazing love for us. Thank you that you promise to love us and bless us. Help us to love you with all our mind, all our soul, and all our strength. Amen. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review. And don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habit, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.